That's a great way to start this episode, Amon. That, 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 that standard is not really the same compared to mm. Stephen Curry from last LeBron, year. LeBron has a history of bringing shitty teams to the playoffs. Would you like to dive into more detail about that? His whole first, his whole first seven years when he was with the Cleveland Cavaliers, he didn't have a legitimate all-star on his roster. People are getting caught up in the hype talking about this year with all the injuries with the Los Angeles Lakers, stuff like that. At the end of the day, I've never seen a player at the age 37 years old, not Kobe Bryant, not Michael Jordan, not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with the amount of expectations that LeBron James has had this regular season when it comes to like, yo, playing the center position, having to be in the focal point of the entire offense. Then people talk about he hasn't been as clutch like he has in the past. Then they talk about defense. It's just like, yo, when you have to do everything on the team scoring wise, of course, like certain things are going to not be as great as it was with LeBron James in the past. That's just the fact of the matter. So it's just like people are going to talk about like keeping the same energy if the Los Angeles Lakers have a 0.2 chance of reaching the playoffs, the play in, not even the playoffs, the play in, 0.2 chance of reaching the play in. People are going to talk about like, oh, keeping the same energy with Stephen Curry last year. I would say like LeBron James had years of history to back him being able to take bad teams not just to the playoffs this, but to the Eastern Conference Finals and the Finals. So it's just kind of like I understand why people are saying that with let's keep the same energy with Stephen Curry who didn't make the, the playoffs last year but it's just like it's really kind of different because LeBron James entire career he's been doing this. Well then to a player that had like one one or two seasons that really like without all-star caliber players that really kind of struggled of getting his team over the hump. But then the only thing I would say to that is, well, what's the actual question? Because obviously if we're comparing legacies, all right, cool, we can bring up the years and all that. But if we're talking about one of the best players in the game today, that's more recent. If we're talking about, you know, you know who we have as number one, then I think the energy should be the same. Like if, if your defense is that we have years of LeBron James doing this, of course, absolutely. That's why he's one of the top two, three players of all time. But if we're talking about Today, in this game, we, we can't sit here and let anyone on an 11th best team in a conference be, you know, we're, we're just going to let certain things slide. Regardless of who else is on this team, regardless of how the season has gone and all that, 11th seed is an 11th seed. Two That's games fine. away from a plan. That's fine. That's fine. But it's not about letting them slide. It's about just giving certain people the benefit of the doubt when it comes to like, yo, injuries happen. Like Anthony Davis has been out. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna be successful when your two best players have played a combined twenty one games. Like your two best players on your rosters can play a combined twenty one games together. That's not that's a formula for disaster right then and there. And to be honest, if you want to really get real about it, like Anthony Davis and LeBron James owe Russell Westbrook an apology because the Laker fan base has been constantly on Russell Westbrook. But you know what? Russell Westbrook has actually showed up. He may not have been have played well this entire regular season and stuff like that. He's probably had some some moments where like, yo, it's been like kind of, yo, Russ, what are you really doing? But at the end of the day, availability matters the most. He has showed up. He got sold a dream of, yo, come compete with a championship. His two best players on his team, this is the first year of Russell Westbrook being a third option. That, that plays a lot to do with like certain things as well. But his two best players on the team was not around for most of the, the entire year. Russell Westbrook was. So it's just kind of like, I feel like if anybody should feel a certain way, it's Russell Westbrook. Before it's like the LeBron-ness and, and kind of giving him like the benefit of the doubt, the man's 37 years old. Like 
last time I checked, when I saw Kobe Bryant play in his latter years, I saw Michael Jordan playing in his latter years. They were just playing just to basically play. LeBron James still being at this high level and trying to like will his team to make it to the finish line and get into the playoffs. It's kind of like that's that you got to give credit to that because his contemporaries haven't done that in the past. So at, no, it, I, it is, I hear it you. is what it is. I hear you and I and I agree. But this goes to like a previous conversation we've, we've had about age and overall changing the, the yeah. conversation based off the debate and like. I don't think that we can sit here and say in the beginning of the season, LeBron James is the greatest player in the world. But then use a narrative late eight months later or whatever. Well, he's 37 years old. It, it's, it's, it's either who, who, started, him who, as started, grace. who, who started that though? But you I mean, come in, he came into the league. Everybody knew the best player in the world was in, is, was Kevin Durant when he came into the uh, season. But there, okay. Well, first of all, there is still some debate to be had that okay, could have been LeBron fine. James. I'm just saying we, we, in my opinion, I don't think, it's accurate enough to say that, okay, I think he's the best player in the world in October. And then April rolls around that we want to use the excuse of, well, he is 37 after all. It's very, like I said, it's very similar to the, um, the, the thing with Luca. Well, Luca, you know, he's one of the, he's one of the best players in the world. Can, but when he folds, or if he does, uh, okay. we're going to say, well, he's young. It, it, it's, it, no, it's been, it, you don't it's get been, best of both. That's fine. Let's put it like this. It's been best players in the world in a prom that's missed the playoffs. So it's just like, what, what are we going to say to that? Like, it's been, it, Kobe Bryant was the best player in the world during the time and he missed the playoffs. I can't look at like Kobe Bryant being the best player in the world and doing everything for some of those teams and really be mad at Kobe Bryant because Kobe Bryant showed up. LeBron James didn't show up when it comes to like playing with Russell Westbrook. And when I said they owe Russell Westbrook an apology because of like, yo, he got sold of being on a championship caliber team and they got hurt along the way. But injuries happen. Before LeBron James play, the brother has showed up. Like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's two parts. So that's what I'm saying. Stephen Curry, he showed up. Like, his team didn't necessarily show up. The only reason why I was kind of on Stephen Curry for the past, those years where he didn't really make the playoffs, because it was the first time ever where we really got to see Stephen Curry that people love to talk about, like, yo, Stephen Curry has been blessed with a lot of great situations. Let's see him in an uncomfortable situation and see what he can do, like a Damian Lillard, like an Allen Iverson. And let's, let's, let's have that dialogue. Let's have that conversation. But other than that, when we talk about playing-wise... He Stephen Curry showed up just like LeBron James has showed up when he stepped on the court. So that's that's how I look at it. Though. Right, and that's been the only unfortunate part is when he stepped on the court. And obviously, of course, injuries and all that exactly. are a, a huge factor, right? It's, it's not like the Lakers have played all eighty-two games with a healthy roster. Um, and that's why I'm, I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm just saying that when we talk about the consistency with those types of but debates, yeah. it's unfortunate. And now, now again, if yeah. if you told me that I was going to war with LeBron as my as my number one option in a seven game series, I don't care who the opponent is, I'm gonna have some sort of faith in that matchup. But when we look at standings, when we look at the, the things the way they are, they might be on the outside looking in, and it's looking more yeah. clear than ever that that might zero be the point, case. And zero point two, zero point two, zero point two chance to to. Reach the playoffs, you know, and then, and then, in this and, episode. And then you talk about, too, when we look at the Eastern Conference, the teams that might be in that 7th through 10th spot, it's like, all right, you know, maybe, you know, the, the Nets are 10, so you kind of give the league. But when you look at the West, it's like, look at the other teams yeah. that fall games, into that. 10, 11 games over 500 and stuff like that. You know like what I mean? We, we those teams about, are bad. Like, we talking about a team that's 31 and 47. 46, yeah, 46. And, and, and again, of course, at, as, as of the recording of this episode, but it's just like, Maybe forty-seven. <laughs> no, no, they they thirty-one forty-seven now. I'm talking like if oh, okay. they. 
I don't know, man. It, it's two games out. What what is that? Uh, four games left. Basically, basically, the Spurs win two games is over with. The Lakers got to win all four games. I don't even think the Lakers can lose a game. So that's what I'm saying. The Lakers are probably cooked. Season's washed. It's clipped. But I will sit up and say like the the all these media pundits and correspondents coming out talking about this and that about like oh they could have had Demar Derozan they could have had Buddy Hill they could have had Alex Caruso but the, the GM like they like to say the, the GM LeBron he he wanted Russell Westbrook I'm like yo let's really let's really break things down and really talk about it I'm gonna be honest with y'all Buddy Hill and Alex Caruso with a unhealthy LeBron James <laughs> and and an unhealthy Anthony Davis, it's, it's clipped either way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's certain things that are just clipped either way. So it's just like, I can't sit up and, and say that, yo, we never saw them fully healthy. So I don't know what they could have been. All we can go on is reality. Like, you always talk about this. Like, all this what if. We don't know what they could have been. And maybe next year if they run it back, who knows, we'll get to see if they're fully healthy. But at the end of the day, you're not going to win most games where – your second two best players have played a combined 21 games. That's just that's just the way it is. So all this like Alex Caruso's Buddy Hill and DeMar DeRozan, let's really talk about it. Like I've been advocating for DeMar DeRozan to go to the Lakers for years. But you know what? It's kind of like when he got really down to it, finances came into the play. And the caps and the salary cap and stuff like that, DeMar DeRozan wasn't signed to a two-year $40 million contract, people. Like, that's, that's, that's what it is. He wasn't signing that type of deal. Rob Pelika didn't want to sign him to a, have a three-year deal. So even if he was willing to take a discount, Rob Pelika kind of nixed it already because, like, yo, he didn't want to give a third year on the deal. He wanted to give DeMar DeRozan a two-year commitment. So that's what I'm saying. Like, let's talk about reality and not what if. The reality is the Lakers are cooked. Well, to conclude that segment, yes, I agree with that. But <laughs> I would say, so I would say, too, depending on the report, just overall, people's um, opinion, right? I think fit matters here, right? So yeah. if Buddy Hilde and Alex Caruso were to play with LeBron versus that being a better fit than Russell Westwick playing with LeBron. Now, I don't agree, but the idea of Buddy Hilde being a three-point threat, right? Like the idea of him being a shooter, the idea of Caruso being a great defender and an overall great role player. I might understand it from that perspective, but to your point, all right, if LeBron is out, I'm taking Russ over that duo. That's right, because I'm taking the guy who has proven that he can be a number one option. I'm, I'm taking a guy who has proven that he can take a team, right, and win games. I know, obviously, with Alex Caruso being a champion and knowing what it's like to win, there's at levels. the same time, right, there's, there's levels, levels, right? And, and we all know that roles play a huge factor. And, you know, hindsight is always 2020. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's very easy to, to say this now. Everyone looks like geniuses when things go wrong. But, um, and, and, and I guarantee you, they make the plan and they start to play the exact opposite basketball of what we've been seeing. All that noise is, is going to be clipped. People, Pete, it's, honest, it's crazy because like the everybody knows like the initial fit of Russell Westbrook pairing with LeBron James, Anthony Davis probably wasn't the right like you can you could just if you watch the game you kind of know like yo the fit probably is awkward you know what I'm saying, but to be honest they didn't even really get to explore that fit because like I said Russell Westbrook needs an apology because he got sold something that didn't happen he didn't imagine like yo. He came to the situation thinking, oh, it's a championship caliber team. I got Anthony Davis, LeBron James. We're going to play together. Nobody can, like, say injuries are going to happen. They did, though. So it is what it is at the end of the day. But my thing about it, like, people love to talk about, like, Buddy Hill. They love to talk about um, Alice Caruso. The main issue is just, like, people tend to forget, like, the offseason of what, like, the Brooklyn Nets, who lost because 
James Harden was, in my opinion, lost because James Harden was hurt. Kyrie was Kyrie Irving was out and stuff like that. They were cooking the 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 Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks went to win a championship and stuff like that. So when you come into a season and you looking at like your opposition, you looking like yo, which team is a real championship threat if everybody's healthy? The Lakers are looking like yo, they got Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving. Like everybody's looking. We need a big three. You know what I'm saying? Like we need to go get our big three of our own. And that's probably was some of the idea of LeBron James thinking of like yo. Let me get Russell Westbrook, regardless of fit, talent, because like if we had to play this big three, we need a big three of our own. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's logical thinking because like I would think the same thing. Be like, do I want to go to war with Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James if everything is healthy, we're right, and we're com- competing and stuff against a fully stacked big three of the the Brooklyn Nets if they then trade James Harden, or do I want to go to war with Buddy Hill and Alex Caruso. So it's a lot of things that, like, when you talk about things that happen, like, play the factor into decision-making. And the irony here is that neither of those teams may make the play-in tournament. <laughs> so there you go. There, the, the irony in all of this is that the teams that we may have hyped up, the teams that we thought, <laughs> we were talking about uh, a finals run, a finals yeah. matchup. Yeah. <laughs> they might have, yeah. the hell with the playoffs, right? We'll, we'll, That's what I'm saying, we'll, yeah. They might not make the play-in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that that I guess that's what makes the league fun, you know, is yeah. knowing that is knowing that you don't know, right? Knowing that know. anything can really happen, and that we got certain teams that um, could end up making the finals that a lot of people didn't even really expect. So it yeah. it it's, it's, it gets crazy. Um, but that makes me think: do we owe do we owe certain teams their flowers? You know, like, dude, should we? say congratulations to teams more or just acknowledge when certain teams are playing like cans? Is it, you know, is it that the other teams are playing very well or that certain teams are just playing awful? It's a combination of both. Not Combina- yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a combination of both because like people have benefited for like certain teams definitely struggling. Um, people have, have benefited from, people have won championships off of certain teams not even being healthy and not even being right. You know, going against injury. The subs teams. are crazy. But, but I mean, that, like you said, it's like, you know, that's that's reality sometimes. Sometimes reality helps people. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, like we can't play the what if game because at the end of the day, like at the, when it's all said and done, nobody going to remember like how Giannis Antetokounmpo won his first championship. Nobody going to remember how Kevin Durant won his first two championships. Like you're going to have like people that talk about it. But at the end of the day, when they reason, when they when they read it down Kevin Durant resume, if it say this, this and that. You'd be like, damn, this this brother probably gonna finish as a top five player of all time. When you reading down Giannis Anacupo resume, and you start reading like, yo, you looking at it now and look at what it can probably possibly be in the future. Damn, this brother probably gonna be a top ten player of all time. You know what I'm saying? So it's like at let's, the end of the day, none of that none of that really matters. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's talk about that real quick though. Who do you think has a better chance of finishing the top five of all time, Giannis or KD? Kevin Durant, and the reason why is Kevin Durant because I feel like Kevin Durant has an opportunity to do something that I feel like Giannis doesn't have the opportunity to do, and that's bring a championship to a organization that's never had a championship. You know what I'm saying? Like the Brooklyn Nets, New Jersey Nets, before they came to Brooklyn, they never won an NBA championship. I think that's special to be a part of something. Also, I feel like from a skill set standpoint as well, when we talk about certain things, and we talk about discerning, you know, the most unguardable guys and unguardable players in the history of the game. 
I think Kevin Durant checks a lot of those boxes as well. Um, now, of course, you're going to have people that talk about defense and stuff like that. But, like, you know, if you do the eye test, like, one, I can legitimately say that I feel like Kevin Durant is a better perimeter defender than Giannis. But people are going to talk about, you know, Giannis' help defense and, and stuff like that and rim protected. So I feel that, like, Kevin Durant probably. But, I mean, I don't know. Giannis is going to have to do some crazy things to to get top five. I think top ten is more, like, reachable uh but i feel like it's also kevin Durant because kevin Durant is already a top 10 player all time in my eyes so he's going to push for top five so that makes it a little bit more easier you know i'm, I'm gonna go Giannis. um the only reason why i say that is when i think of the potential right when i think of age when i think of where Giannis is right now and you bring up you know kevin durant doing something bring a championship to that franchise but to me i think the fact that Giannis was able to win one with a team that drafted him and an organization in the city that no one, no disrespect to Milwaukee, but that people may not be interested in signing with, right? Like Brooklyn is Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Like they're, 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 that's in a market where I feel like people will always be attracted to. Mm-hmm. You, you, you get a chip, um, especially if we're talking about, you, you don't, you're not playing with any other Hall of Famers to get that chip. You know what I'm saying? So think about it, right? There's a strong possibility that Giannis could go out and win a championship this year as well as MVP, right? So if he goes out and wins championship, that'll be two chips, two finals MVPs. If he goes out and wins MVP, that'll be three MVPs. Two chips, two finals MVPs, and three MVPs at the age of 27. That, that's, that's starting to get nasty. Yeah. Especially, especially if we're talking on the, on the tail end of the guys that might even be competing with him right now. Yeah. Right, not to say that KD or Braun or Stefan are falling off, but like those gentlemen are way closer to retirement than Giannis is. You take away those names, and obviously we don't know what Kawhi with with his health and stuff like that. It it's who who's stopping him? And and again, I, I'm it's, 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 a part of my debate is based off yeah. potential. That that's you know that again, course, just yeah, when we talk course. about age, that's a huge factor. Um, but course. I mean the. It's there. The trajectory but yeah, I, but is it, there. But it, but it's it's kind of like if you if you playing like the, it's crazy because like I don't know what game people are gonna play with Giannis, and that's what I'm also kind of worried about because like if it's the ring game, he gonna have to get a whole lot of rings. You know, we gonna have to get he gonna probably have to get four for us to even have that conversation. Probably maybe maybe three. Probably maybe three to have that conversation. So if you win, wh- why game. why is that the case? So if KD has two, no. Why I'm does Giannis saying, have to get no, four or five? I'm, I'm saying like. It depends on when we talk about like top five. It's a reason why like people don't want to include Kobe Bryant in their top five. You know, he got five rings. They talk about like MVPs. You know what I'm saying? Like when you start getting to that top five, I feel like, yo, rings start to matter to certain people. Like me, I don't view it that way. So I feel like, yo, it's probably easier for Kevin Durant to get to probably that top five because like the way I see it, the way I view it, because like I don't just look at like rings. I look at resume. Uh, let's also look at talent and skill set. And then I combine both. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I feel like, yo, Kevin Durant's more likely when I talk about the top five player, great, greatest players of all time, more likely to get there than Giannis. Now, if Giannis starts developing his skill set and keeps developing, and then he's also winning and getting rings and accolades and stuff like that, it's just like, then we start talking, having a conversation about like, yo, it's going to be hard for you to put him out. But when I look at things, I just don't look at just rings only because if people look the people that look at rings only are the same people that got bill russell in their top five 
You know what I'm saying? No shot. That's no shade to Bill Russell's a legend and stuff like that. But I don't look at Bill Russell and say that, yo, he was a more talented player than this player and that player. But like resume, if you just base the things off of resume, then like, okay, that's why I said Giannis probably got to win like a lot of more rings and stuff like that. Well, I don't, I'm not saying it's just based off Resume Most people because, do though. That's bro, what I'm bro, saying. Most people do though. But again, that's that's a different conversation. That's why I say it, it all depends on what the specific question how, is that we are talking it. about. Yeah. All right. So if we're if I'm just saying top five of all time, generally speaking, top five of all time, we are probably fully aware that Allen Iverson is a top ten talent, right? But most people may not have him in their top ten. That doesn't mean he's a bad ball player. That doesn't mean that he's not like that. But if the conversation is based off a question, so if we're talking about Giannis. Right. If the resume is, I think this season is going to be a, a huge, huge factor because another thing too that might be added to Giannis's resume is the head-to-head matchup. Now, I don't argue that with the Kevin uh, with Kevin Durant thing because of how he beat KD in terms of the injuries that the Nets had to face. But if that happens again this year, and they and they face each other, and both teams are healthy with or without Ben Simmons, that's another thing to consider. Right, it's like okay, if, who you who you who you beat matters. Like I'm not gonna stop. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. Right, 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 yeah. right. Who you who you who you beat, but definitely matters. And then that's why we start looking at that top five about like, you know, Kobe beat a big three, LeBron James was down three and one, like comeback, beat the greatest regular season team in history again. Michael Jordan was beating like legends and stuff like that, beat the Jazz and Karl Malone and Stockton. Like who you beat matter. And also like this, I'll, I'll tell you this right here, if Giannis wants to really like, you know. All those top five guys that most guys included in their top five, they got one thing in common. They all won back-to-back titles within their, within their careers. So it's just like stuff like that matters as well. Can you not just do it like, oh, win here, and then like kind of like the Spurs. Like, oh, win yeah, here. Yeah, I was going to say. That's also like, yo, when you're top five, yo, you didn't did it back-to-back or some. You didn't did it three, three-peat. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you know, though, like that but you know what, though? On the flip side, though, I'm going to respect the fact of longevity because reign and longevity are two different things, right? So the Warriors dynasty, right, with KD, they won, but that was a short period of time. Brown with Miami, they won, but that was a short period of time. When you talk about the Spurs and Tim Duncan, that's longevity, right? I'm yeah. winning over the course of different decades type shit. So yeah, if Giannis cool. does get the alternate, the flip-flop, I'm going to win one year and then hit you with two more years later, then two more years later. That's... You know maybe, what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe depending on, depending as, long, on look, as long as the overall number is, yeah. you know, I'm the same. But that's yeah, a good that's point. Fine, though. But, I, but no, that, no, I'm just, I'm just being real though, and that's what I'm saying. Like I can't really, when I look at it, I'm looking at it two ways. I, I don't look at the top five and top ten all time rankings like other people because people just view it based on resume. I look at top ten all time lists and top five and the top three. I look at both the talent and skill aspect, and I also look at the resume because you cannot just base things off a resume because resume means that you're basing things off of guys who've had better team situations. You know, it's a, and even any, cause you start looking at MVPs and stuff like that. He won this MVP. He won that. MVP. Like then I look at Kobe Bryant, who was the best player in the NBA for a certain amount of years. They only got one MVP. You know what I'm saying? I look at Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant only got one MVP. You know what I'm saying? I look at certain things that were like, yo, regardless injuries, regardless team situations, like, Resume can be like a team-oriented thing. As great as Michael Jordan was, Michael Jordan also like had a run where like, yo, his first years in the NBA, he was going crazy individually, talent, skill set. Then he got a team. Then it was just like he was on the best team in the NBA and then they dominant. 
and they dominated. So it just was like he had he kind of had both. So that's what I'm saying. I I just can't look at like it's it's hard for me because I look at the top ten list, the top five list of all time. Like to be honest, like if you want to be real, if I'm being real with you, you talk about like Kevin Durant, who's closer to be a top five, you know, player of all time, him or Giannis. To be honest, if I'm just basing things off of like, I'm not doing this, but like just to prove my point. If I'm just basing things off of pure talent and pure skill set, it's not five guys in this world that's colder than Kevin Durant in his but history of this game. But that's, if you want but, to talk about that, we can do that, no, but that's not no, the... <laughs> no, but, but exactly though, so I can't sit up and say on the flip side that people just base things off of resume only. This, but you're saying, That's okay. the same thing. <laughs> That, that's the exact saying, same thing. You keep saying just. To me, it's not just about the resume. It's more so what's required to get that resume. You don't get rings. You don't have a strong resume with being mid, right? So we can talk skill. We can talk eye test. We can talk talent that's all true, day but long. It helps but if a you're not winning, are, you're right. But there's not a single champion alive that's had a bad team. So regardless of that, whether you want to say he's not as talented, cool, whatever. I, I, he has rings. Because look, all the other stuff is debatable. Even MVPs, right? Like, Media decides who win MVPs, right? Yeah, Fans at, at, at some media, point media decided with, All-Stars. Media, media helps with resumes, though. Right, resumes. Do they not? Right. Because right. You, resumes, you, you, right. You look resumes, at, you look at, not you look rings. At, but you look, that's fine. But resume, I said resume. I'm not just talking about rings. I'm talking about resume. Resume is not just only rings. Resume is All-Star appearances, All-NBA team. They're fixing the All-NBA selection right now that where Joe Embiid and Nicole Jokic can be selected as a four and they ain't played four all year. You see what I'm saying? But like that helps build when you talk about he was a 12 time all NBA player. He was a two time defensive player of the year. Like, and you start looking at certain things. If you watch the game, you talk about the seasons that they won these awards and you start breaking things down. Like, damn, like that year Giannis won defensive player of the year probably should have been Anthony Davis. Like you look, if you really talk about like more steals, more blocks, like, you know, better guarding perimeter and stuff like that. But the media looks at analytics and stuff like that. So they gave Giannis the edge. Rudy Gobert, like, I don't view Rudy Gobert as his all-time great defender. I don't view him as a Scottie Pippen or a Dennis Robin. No, I do not. But you know what? When it's all said and done, if you base the things on resume, it's going to be kids in 2050 that are looking at Rudy Gobert like, damn, Rudy Gobert got six defensive player of the year awards. He probably was the, the goddamn greatest defender that the NBA has ever seen. And it's like, that's what I'm saying. It's important to look but, at all but, days when we talk about this all-time list, top five and top ten. You have to look but at all. You can't just look at just one part. But he did his job. And that, and that example of Rudy Gobert, if, again, if you want to use as uh, Rudy Gobert as that type of example, is he one of the best defenders in the game? Absolutely. Does that mean he can guard a one? Hell no. But if you're the if you're great at what it is that you do defending, of course, because you want to bring up names like Scotty, because Scotty protect the rim the same way Rudy Gobert does? Absolutely not. Does that make Scotty a bad defender? No. A- absolutely not. And so I think when we have to look at the big picture, Scotty, of what but that Scotty means. can do more. But Scotty can do more things defensively than Rudy Gobert can, and and then get and then get defensive player of the year awards. That's, That's what fine. I'm saying. That's fine. If you want to argue, Bryant, Kobe Bryant was the best sure. player. Kobe Bryant was the best player in the world for a certain amount, amount of years. Only got one MVP because, like, oh, his team was a seven seed. But now we look at the Nikola Jokic, and he's a six or seven seed, and may finish a six seed, and he's gonna probably win MVP. That's a problem. So that's what I'm saying. I can't look at top 10. I can't look at just say, yo, okay. we basing everything on resume when a lot of this shit that you basing things on and these guys winning awards really probably shouldn't be winning all the okay, time. Okay, okay, you, so, okay. You keep talking about awards and resumes. Cool. I'm not talking about Scotty. I'm not talking about Rudy Gobert. I'm not. When we talk about the top five and the top 10, the number one thing 
that matters among all those gentlemen is rings. Okay, there's not a single person in the top. There's not a single person in the top ten that has agree with that. less than two rings, and the only one is really Hakeem or KD. If if you have either of them in your top ten, other than that, everyone has at least three rings. So you, we can talk about the eye test all day long. Oh, that's why when, people say. That's why. I say, when, that's, why when. that's why people. That's why people say Kobe Bryant not top five. So if you gonna go with that, oh, because they got rings. People say Kobe Bryant not top five because he got one MVP. Like that's what I'm saying. Okay. I, that's that's you keep bringing talk. up MVPs. That's, I am not talking if, about MVPs. Rings, I am talking any, about rings. Any, anything that can you can read down a, a a spreadsheet and talk about all their accomplishments. Of course, of course, you're gonna include rings first. When you talk about resume, rings. Then you talk about MVPs, all NBA teams, defensive player of the year awards. Like all this shit is still being read down there. So it's like resume. Like you want to talk about rings? All right, rings. Like I said, if we just talking about rings, and Bill Russell is gonna always be the greatest basketball player of all time so it can't just only be about rings and i get you, you talk about everybody in the top five got three rings or more it's just like all right cool but it's just like i can't just view it off of that because like talent and skill set matters what era you played in matters who you beat in the finals matters like i can't sit up and say like if kevin randall never win another ring in the rest of his career like damn he beat arguably the goat though you know like he beat and kevin beat, durant doesn't win beat, another ring for the rest of his career yance goes out and wins two more we, we, we can bump him ahead of KD. I'm fine with that. People, people, people might feel I, some type of way. That's not what I was talking about. But like, even that, that you may feel that way if you, because if you base some things on rings, that's fine. And that's, <laughs> so, and that's cool. Okay, if so, that's cool. Okay, so if that's, that's the case, is there anything right now that you feel that Giannis could do to ultimately boost himself uh, ahead of KD? Right now, no. Right now, no. So this argument is there's no point no, in having this right, debate. Right, right now, <laughs> this, right, right now, no. Kevin Durant's been in the league longer. He's accomplished more. Like, no, it's not nothing right now. No, I don't think right no, now. No, I don't no. mean like tomorrow. I mean like over the course of his career. I, I, when I of meant course, today, oh, I apologize. Oh, I oh, meant oh, like course. today. Like, how do you feel moving forward? Like twenty years from now, right? What happens with Giannis and KD from now in twenty years? Do you think that there's anything? That Giannis can do. I mean, of course, you. I, I can say. I don't that know. Yeah, I, I, you I, can't I, say, I can say that. I don't know anymore. I, yeah, I can say, of course, I, I can say that about Luca. Like we could be talking about in okay. ten years, Luca. Maybe I can say the same thing about Jason Tatum. I don't know. I'm not gonna be one of these people that's gonna be talking about like, yo, like, oh, like this player won, like their greatness and stuff like that, and then like be uncomfortable with like how people like old heads are uncomfortable. With LeBron James knocking at the door saying, "Michael Jordan, let me in," because I may be the goat too. I'm not, if Giannis goes out and keeps dominating and goes on runs, he may not su- just surpass KD. He could probably surpass everybody. I, I'm not oblivious to that. So that's what I'm saying. But as of right now, the con- no, not as of right now, no. But in the future, he has the potential to not just be top five. He could be, or he, he, he has the potential probably to be top five all time. And then he may even have the potential to get really scary. That's his, so his potential right now, I look at it like this. Resume. He's probably going to have, like, especially if he wins this year, resume, he's probably going to, resume-wise, top 10 of all time. But potential-wise, probably top five of all time. If things get even more scary when we start talking about what I like to talk about, skill set and, like, you know, talent, if his skill set keeps continuing to improve where he's hitting step-back threes to tie the game like he did <laughs> over a week ago, you know what I'm saying, doing stuff like that where he's comfortable, has a confidence to take and make key shots and be clutch, then you're gonna have a really even spookier conversation. But as what of right if, now. But what if what no. if he, you know, he does all those things but doesn't win? Like what if he gets better, but he starts to lose? Does that matter? Does that does that put him higher up? Does that drop him off? Is it does that keep him where he is? 
No, I feel like, no, to me, no. I would feel like, yo, it was just kind of like you start thinking about, okay, well, now he has to, like, your part. Now he got to start winning. He got to start getting rings. So I think the best of the best players do, can do both. They have the talent and the skill set. They also have the resume. That's what I'm saying. Both of those things have always mattered to me, which is why, like, if I actually broke down and wrote down my top 10 list, I'm not just looking at rings. I'm also we, looking we, at we, talent. We know about you. you don't care <laughs> about the at, scoreboard. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at talent. I'm <laughs> you, looking at skill set. You don't I'm care about rings. the scoreboard. I'm looking at rings. I'm looking at era. I'm looking at who they played against because I can't sit up and just talk about rings and talk about resume when, like, you know, to be honest, like, some of these guys played and that's when we talk about the top 75 list. Like, who? That's the same thing that some people view, like, when we talk about, like, this all-time list because there's guys in there like I'll be honest with you there's guys in there that people most people that include in their top 10 and top 12 and top 15 that probably ain't scratching the door in my my top 10 so and that's just me being real with you say that one more time there's guys that most people probably include in their top 10 to 15 players that probably not scratching the door on the surface for me on my top 10 list I doubt it I doubt top 10 okay I I I, I think after like if I can name my top fifteen players, some tells me that your top ten will all be in my top fifteen. Okay. And, and even other, I I think like it gets the debate opens up once you reach like fifty to sixty and all that stuff. Because to me, if we're talking top five, top ten, that's where rings really, really start to change things. Because of course, you know, once you reach reach fifty and sixty, not everyone has rings. Not everyone people, has the crazy people, accolades. That's true. That's true. I, I mean, put it like this: it's guys that probably in most guys top. Five to seven. This is a better say. Guys that's probably in most top five to seven, maybe three to five or whatever. That's probably closer to my top ten to eleven to twelve range. I think that's a better statement. There's only one. There's only one possible name that I can think of, and that's Bill Russell, Magic Johnson. I don't think people have Magic Johnson in in their top three. Wait, hold on. No, no, no. Do Do you have Magic Johnson in your top ten? Yes, but I'm saying it's guys in my top. I'm I'm saying it's guys it's guys in my most people's top five. That's probably closer to top ten. You know what I'm saying? In top twelve, like for you. some people for me, like some like Bill Russell is, is a legend. But as I'm leaving it at that, um, Magic Johnson, but Magic Johnson is a legend. And he's in most people's top five of all time. Am I correct? He's probably yeah, 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 yeah. He's not in my top five. Like, and it's but, not. But he's in like, your top ten. Yeah, he's in my top ten. But I'm saying it's guys that most people consider like top five, and like even like Kareem. Like I have to really. But that's like, not uh, that. Oh, hang no, no, no. I have to really. I have to really like. I have to really. I have to really like. Yo, you know, dissect some things when I'm really, and that's why I don't make this list because I view things differently. Like Kareem, Kareem was great. But, like, when people will talk about get mad at me, when I talk about, like, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, top three, who no matter how you want to rank it in order, I'm firm on that. People get mad, they talk about Kareem. It's not, it's not even a, a, a thought in my head. It's not even a thought or even a question. Like, to me, it's not even a question. A, a guy that can't facilitate the uh, uh, offense or run the show or have a guy, that, a person you got to get the ball to. It's, it's, it's like, yo, I can't, no, I can't knock. I can't so now, so now we're just completely disrespecting. Uh, a whole an entire position, a person no, you have to get the ball no. to. Is that not dis- every big? No. Outside of like, okay, yo, kitchen and beat us up. What? All I'm saying is got all I'm saying is like it's hard for me to put you in my top three when you can't even initiate the offense for yourself. Okay, so be- compared so to because a Kobe of- Bryant, compared to a Michael Jordan, compared to a LeBron James. It's just okay, hard so for you, me. So you like guards. 
No wrong with that. It's not. It's not even like. It's not even about like liking guards. I'm liking guys that can like just do more. Like they just can do more. Like I think that matters. They can do more. Like they don't have to have a guy that like yo, their 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 numbers, their stats doesn't rely on somebody else giving them the ball. That matters to me. So that that's what I'm saying. Like I. I mean, we're not. We're not okay. <laughs> All right. We're not talking about Kareem. Like he's a like he was a, a lob threat. No, that he was only good that. off coming off PNRs and catching no, lobs. Like this is the all-time leading leading scorer. So I don't understand why it's like he quote unquote needed someone. You don't you don't score that many points with needing someone like that. He like, needed it, a, he need, he needed two all-time great point guards. He needed Oscar Robertson. And he needed Magic Johnson. He did need them. He did need them. Do you think those gentlemen needed him as well? Yes, they did. I think they needed him as well. But I everyone think, needs somebody course, to uh, win uh, and reach that uh, level. Uh, of course, but I, it's more easier to win. It's more easier for a point guard or a shooting guard, small forward, to probably go out and win, you know, by themselves than a big man because they can do just do more. They don't have to rely on somebody to initiate the offense for them. So that's what I'm saying. I don't, Kareem is in most people's top three. He's not in mine. And even if we talk in top five, I'll really break things down. And this is just off the top of my head. Like, I got to really, I never made a top 10 list of all time. Like, I'll really have to dissect it or whatever, but like, I don't know. I don't think he he may not even be in my top five all time. I don't so who know. Do you ha- who do you have? Who do you have after the three? Because I, I don't think we can just let I don't know slide after all the shade that's been thrown. So who I do you have it. after after? No, it is, it is, it is, it is. It's not shade. So so not after shade. Kobe, Mike, and Brown, who do you have after those three gentlemen? <sighs> I don't know. Maybe Shaq and Larry Bird, probably. Maybe Shaq and maybe Larry Larry Bird and Shaq. So what's Maybe. your what, what's your excuse with Shaq? Because I haven't no, seen him it, set up offense. It's no, one excuse, time in my life. It, it's, it's no excuse. Shaq was just so damn dominant and unstoppable that like it just didn't matter. Like you couldn't. He was literally unstoppable. Like the most dominant player of all time. Like I have a hard time. I really have a hard time leaving Shaq out my top five. That's what I'm saying. Just because like he's the most dominant player the league has ever seen. You know what I'm saying? And, and played in like a real like a real series era as well. And that's what I'm saying. I and I, even Shaq may not even be there. I, I had to think about it, but I, I just know my top three is stamped, solidified, and that's just yeah. <laughs> I, I think uh, what it is, you're, you're just not comfortable with pre '90s basketball, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not all. even that because Larry but. Bird is because <laughs> Larry, Larry Bird is in my top, probably my top five. I think Larry Bird was colder than colder than Magic, and I think Larry Bird would be probably more more of a star and, and probably get way, get busy in the modern day era more than Magic. You know what I I'm saying? I think they all would with all these hand checking rules and everyone yeah, of, of course crying they all, and shit. They all would get busy to a certain degree but it, it gets serious with Larry more so than Magic I feel like. Because I, you know, I always talk about, I always talk about like the way guards have, you know, evolved and developed, you know, for a talent perspective. That's what I'm saying. It, it both matter. But from a talent perspective, is Larry Bird, I mean, is Magic Johnson a top five most talented guard of all time? Probably not. Is he a top 10? Maybe so. Like, if you, that's what I'm saying. That's why I base things on both. See, I'm consistent. Like, I'm not just oh. talking about the <laughs> resume. I'm talking about both. I'm talking about, that's what I'm saying. So that's why you base things on both. I look at all time talent, look at all time resume, then I look at both. So that's what I'm saying. Giannis going to have to like, the resume he going he's he's building, but like for that talent skill set, like when it comes to like hitting key shots, being clutch, being the go to guy, and and the guy they can give the ball to and say bring us home, 
take us there, take us to the promised land. And people would have loved it compared to the Shaq shit. But yo, you can say, tell Shaq to take you home. Cause Shaq used to hit, we used to get fouled. He used to hit clutch free throws and all that type of stuff. So like, that's what I'm saying. A lot of things matter to me just more just resume only. So, but it is what it is. Well, maybe one, maybe, maybe one of these days, maybe that'd be a special episode with me and you would give our top 10 of all time. But I, I've, I've never done it before. And I'll probably I'll tell you what, I'll tell I'll you probably, what, Kareem, Kareem, probably, Kareem will be in that five. <laughs> I probably won't ever do it because like the, the criteria is, I always feel like I, I get set up for like slander. Cause most people like yeah rings only <laughs> rings only that's what you if that's what you basing things off of so I can't really there's get a difference between saying rings only versus completely ignoring slash taking rings so lightly like ring I, I'm not a rings only guy I'm a rings yes, first guy there's a, I'm a rings first <laughs> if you rings you, only. You, rings hey first, you gotta have this amount of rings it. to be in this convo player if you don't get that many rings take a seat that's how I am. That that's what it when really it, matters. But when, to. but when this era and team factors on, because people can sit up and say, "Well, like, yo, if this player, then maybe you player, just not like that, or maybe you just ain't ain't been didn't get blessed to the opportunity like some other p- people, or maybe not everybody you just gets drafted not like that. Not everybody gets drafted to the Los Angeles Lakers. They have Kareem. Like not everybody gets drafted, and they have okay. this type of player. Like now, if we talk about the top ten, if again once we reach uh uh fifty and sixty, cool, cool, we 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 can. Okay, you don't have a ring. All right, whatever. You might be ahead of this person. Cool. And that top ten, come on now. This 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 the varsity table. This the varsity table. You take all that little solo ring, non-ring shit over there. If you ain't got multiple rings, all slide. The guys, all the guys. Come on now. Multiple rings is is two. So all the guys that right, I talk right. about that can be in the top the top five all time. Can at least got two. Even if I want to throw KD in there. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got KD in top five. No, I do not. But like, okay, I, then. I, I do so not. So I'm saying, if I want to throw him in there, do you have me in top I, five? No, I do not. But All it's, right, it's, then. It's, it's, it's really, it's, it's hard for me. <laughs> a lot of shit is hard for me. because Everybody I, in the top it, five has it, at it, least it, three it, rings. It's, it's, Everybody. It's hard, it's hard for me. It's, it, a lot of things is hard for me because I, I look at everything. I just don't look at. You make it more challenging look, no, it's not. than it has to be. Like we, it's not five guys your eyes have seen that tell you it's better than in the game of basketball than Kevin Durant. So that's why it's hard for me. Maybe, maybe, maybe there is for you. But for me, it's not, I haven't seen five guys in the game of basketball that I can really just say, like, like I said, this argument is not just about talent. But like from a talent perspective, it's not five guys that are more talented in the history of this game than Kevin Durant. So if, if a person is basing their, their top 10 or top five strictly on talent only, like people base their top five, top 10 based on rings or resume only, then Kevin Durant could be in people's top five. And he's definitely my top five. We just talk about pure talent. But with that's that why, rule, But that's why I do both, Theus. That's why I do both. Just to, to make that clear. But with that rule, you're opening up a new box. You are opening up a completely, completely different dialogue by saying, I can't name five guys that were better than Kevin Durant. That is not <laughs> what we are talking about when you want to analyze it from a straight up skill and talent. It's more of a all time, given everything, giving everything that has happened. The eye test, the resume, well, okay, the era, that. all that. Well, make sure you say make sure you say everything because everything that includes everything. Let's just include ring, everything. Okay, well, that's fine. Everything. Rings is we talk a, about maybe at the top. But that's fine. But make sure you say everything. Yeah. My problem, my problem is not with you. Then my problem is the people 
to just talk about rings. Oh, bro, Michael Jordan six and zero. Bill Russell is eleven. Like, yeah, I was like, damn, bro, like, six and zero is like, crazy. I want, I want you yeah, to know no, that. No, that's crazy. That's crazy. Six and zero is nuts. No game sevens. That's crazy. Come on, come I, on. That's crazy. That's what. That's that's crazy. That that's that's crazy. Having a thirty point average is crazy. <laughs> yeah. But I'm gonna give him uh, Bron the benefit of the doubt too. Eight straight is also nasty. Eight straight times is crazy. That's gonna be one of those statistics that I just. I think people tend to just sleep on eight have straight a, NBA finals, a, regardless a, a, of the team, average, is nasty. Averaging <laughs> averaging a triple double in the finals is crazy. It's like certain things that, like, yo, people doing this, closing out a team with a fifty point performance is crazy. <laughs> with Giannis, that's crazy. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's a lot of stuff that's crazy. But like I said, I'm glad you said everything because I. I don't think people. I think people are gonna probably listen to this and they're gonna be thinking like, "Yo, they really like against like." Because I always be don't coming, say they. Don't say they. they. You. They, be, they, you, know, they know what side I'm on. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Because you, you you keep talking about rings, rings, rings. Then you say everything. 35, 40 minutes in a in a podcast. Just I'm make saying it crystal if, clear. I'm, I'm saying about everything from the beginning. Just make that crystal clear. I'm I've been saying about everything from the beginning. But if rubrics I gotta be the villain, have weights. Rubrics have weight. Okay. So if we're saying rings is 45%, talent 15%, era another 15%, so on and so forth. Don't, don't throw, I'm, throw I'm, I'm just throwing out numbers. Yeah. I'm just saying, uh, yeah, yeah. just in terms can, if, of if, there's if certain a, things, if right. A, if, it's a, if it's a pyramid, rings at the top, but at the second layer to me, that's skill set and talent and era. Right. And yeah, that's, you, that's you, can, you can throw a variety of things in there. Yeah, Matchups, yeah, opponents. Yeah, yeah that yeah, part, cool. That, that, you can open up a to debate. Resumes, yeah, for sure. And I don't knock that for the record, right? Like I said, I am... When we talk about the eye test, that that matters. Because then you have to play the what-if game, right? Like you're, you're put in a position like, okay, we have to consider would this person have really thrived if they were in this era or on this different well, team? We can look, but we also, not all the time, when we look in the past, we have to do that. But we can look at like the eras that they're in. Like we can look at like Kevin Durant, Stephen Curry, Michael Jordan, like not Michael Jordan, LeBron James, like Kawhi. Like they all played in this dominant era, still playing in this dominant era. We can look at like LeBron. That's why I hate people talk about like, yo, like LeBron James wouldn't have been as great as in the physical dominant era, like the 90s. Well, damn, he played in the the 20, the 2000s where it's just kind of like, yo, that was a physical dominant era. Like you had, <laughs> like, what are we saying? Like he's played, uh, LeBron, LeBron James has probably yeah. played in like three eras since he's been in the NBA. <laughs> he's old. Greatness. Greatness. <laughs> he's old. Greatness. That's greatness. probably right. But like greatness, he's played in, the, the league has changed three times since LeBron James has been in the in the league. So that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes we have to look at the what if and do the eye test and base things off. If they play in this era, how would it be? But sometimes we can look at like today's game and we really can look dissect and like, yo, like, no, like it was LeBron James. It was LeBron James league or no, it was like Kevin Durant, like Stephen Curry, like, yo, they was them dogs too. So, but not, not, not all eras are going to be blessed like that though. Of course, so. of course, of course. And we had someone come on the pod and tell us that, one of the greatest players on the planet right now wouldn't even start um, in that '90s era. So, <laughs> hey, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Um, I don't agree with that, but yeah, who go. knows? Um, let's see. We we got a we got a cap no cap. First of all, first thing first, I, I want to wait until the end of this episode. But congratulations um, on your UNC boys for making it to the chip. Of course, obviously. As it's recording, we don't know what the hell they're going to do I know. against Kansas. So, all right, what are they going to do? <laughs> they gonna, we'll be recording and I will be celebrating <laughs> because the UNC Tar Heels are going to get it done. 
I hope so. I'm watching we that know, game like wow. We know, we, we know one team that didn't get it done. <laughs> oh, it, it was oh had that oh. boy Gito on the side out of tears. Yeah, talk, talk about it was he was talking about it. It is what it is. That brother was shook. Had him shook. Man, I'm, I'm a series of South Carolina. But, and that's series. that's really what it was. I was telling people too before the game. I was I wasn't too worried about Stanford keeping the stack. But like when I was like, you know, we facing South Carolina, like, oh, they got some dogs over there, bro. Like, it's Seriously. not just they got like, they, all right, they good. They got some they got, dogs. They got they got, they got, they got three you know, WNBA talents. They are fierce. <laughs> yeah. They look pissed off. Yeah. They look like they got something to prove. They look like three. when they come out there, it's not just to win the championship. It's to prove something to the world. Prove something. It looked three. like, you know what I'm saying? It looked like they was mad at UConn. I'm like, damn. Henderson, <laughs> Henderson <laughs> Cookie. Them girls, yeah, the, oh, they, got like, three, they got three girls that's going to be in the WA, man. And it's crazy, like, yeah, they de- defense, bro. They had, like, everybody. <laughs> it's crazy because, like. I think, I think they got out-rebounded 49 to 24. And everybody, I'm like, first I mean, of six, all. 6'1", six, 6'2". Six, <laughs> everybody on that team was 6'1", under except the, uh, they big girl in the middle. But, like, bro, yo, like, and they all guarded, I'm, all I'm, guarded I'm, everything. <laughs> yeah, all guarded kinda, one through five, yo. It was Yeah, scary. that was. It was It got nasty quickly. But the thing is, too, we got off to a rough, um. Uh, it was a rough first quarter. You know, anytime you get down 22 to 8 in any game, let alone national championship, that's tough to battle back, especially against a well-coached team like South Carolina. Shout out to Dawn Staley. Um, but yeah, it, it was a rough one. I feel bad for Paige, you know, uh, making it this far and then, you know, losing in the chip. Two, it's like... She got two more years? So? Get it done. We got high expectations in stories, bro. Get it done. Get it, get it done. I, you know what I'm saying? I, look, I go put the expectations on her because, you know, She's still in school and, and stuff like that. But trust, as you said, get it done. You know, I'm, I'm rooting yeah, root for the chip. It's UConn. And yeah. Know, it's certain things. I know it, college, college, basketball, yeah. college basketball is a little different, especially in the women's game where we know we, we didn't have the same eras. UConn, before that, Tennessee, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't, we didn't, now, now, South Carolina. Because the next <laughs> South Carolina may be like, yo, serious. And I, and, I, and I think, too, though, like just in previous, you know, teams, when we talk about UConn, they've always had some sort of balance or like some other person that was like, yo, that it's not just this one. This year, it was like, yo, Paige is really like that. Yeah. But like then, Paige is really, yeah. like Paige had to be the leader. Paige had yeah. to, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Again, shout out to the whole team. Like, you don't get, you don't get that far with yeah. having some sort of balance. But at the same time, you knew, yeah. you know, if Paige wasn't having a great game, all right, it's clip. But before, there's been years where it's like, yo. No, sure. We, yeah. we feel me. We got <laughs> we good it. regardless. They need, they Top to the bottom. They need some you feel hope. me? She needs yeah, hope. But, she needs some hope. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. Hopefully, we see a good game. UNC Kansas. Um, I don't got no parlays on this game, but I hope we just see a, a, a pretty a pretty good matchup. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, y'all. So, a couple housekeeper items, of course. You know, blessed with the five star rating, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Shout out to all the lovely people that listen on Facebook. Of course, um, hit that subscribe button on YouTube. All right, and just like that, we gone. You got anything else? I take that as a no. I'm going to take silence as a no. Just (laughs) like that, all right? We gone. Peace. (laughs) 